Welcome to the Oklahoma Outdoor Adventures Podcast, brought to you by Yellow Hat Outdoors. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 34 of the Oklahoma Outdoor Adventures Podcast. Me and Hudson in studio with someone that flies under the radar, maybe, or is the radar. But I'll tell you one thing, he's our favorite stout. We got Daxton in the house. How's it going, Daxton? Oh, it's going great. That's good. I'm glad that you're here. Your brother couldn't make it, so we thought, why not upgrade? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I heard a good hypothetical for you guys to start this one out. All right, let's hear it. All right. Um, your options are you take a million dollars or you have a year to bowl, and every time you get a strike, you get $1,000 for a year. Which one do you do? This isn't. I've already thought through this one immensely in a group message. Yeah. Yeah. And no doubt it's the strikes. I mean, you you have to... So I think you bowl... Um, hang on. I'm, I can't remember. Let me uh, think about some math here. Uh, but I'm, I'm going with the bowling, I think. Daxton? Do I get the bumpers? No. Oof. No bumpers. But you have a year, like you can just quit your job <laughs> and just bowl for a year. Do I get the thousand bucks immediately? Um, or do I get it all at the end of the year? No, I would say immediately. I say every time you hit a strike, direct deposit to your bank account. I'd say bowling. Okay. So here, here's how it breaks down. To make a million dollars, you've got to average 2.7 strikes a day. That's easy. That's you easy. quit your job, I can do that in the morning. I think, and yeah. and that's not factoring in the exponential growth in my skill over the next three months. I feel like there's guys that bowl whatever ten strikes a game. Is that a perfect game? Is it nine or ten or? I think it's it's twelve. 12. I, I don't know. I think it's twelve sets. So okay, twelve strikes is a perfect game. Yeah. Well, there's people that do that. <clears throat> I'm yeah. like. Surely I could get to at least where I'm averaging five a game. Yeah, how long do you think it would take for you to get to be averaging five a game? How many how many think you could bowl right now? Like if we went to the bowling alley right now, how many strikes do you think you're getting in that first game? I'm I'm gonna say this is not I, I guarantee I could get one. Okay. But likely two. I really think like good chance I could get two. That sounds pretty good. I don't know. I mean I'm kinda maybe that sounds cocky. I'm not that good at bowling, but Surely I could bowl two two strikes. Well, and after you uh, bowl for the year, you might even go pro. That's that is right. <laughs> and then you're really freaking racking it in, dude. How much does a pro bowler make? I, I knows. about twenty grand. I don't know. I mean, you're probably only getting. I don't even know if you get a payout. I wonder if it's like golf. If you get a payout, like if you win like a bowling tournament. Like you get a little, like there's a purse. Yeah. You would think. I don't know. Uh, unlike you guys, I'm taking the million dollars. You're just going to take it. I'm just going to take good. it. Maybe that's a little lazy of me. Yeah. But also, you know, take the million dollars. If I get it at the beginning of the year and then while you guys are bowling, I'm like, I don't know, buying some stocks or something. Of course, I could at the end of the year have five hundred thousand dollars sure. <laughs> you guys have hey. just a ridiculous amount or you go to riverwind and put it all in the green machine oh. <laughs> or just put it all on in roulette first one put it on red and just see what happens hey 50 50 man mm, i don't know I, I i'm i'm gonna take the million and see what happens and just roll with it yeah yeah i'm a gambling man yeah i don't know i'm just thinking dude I mean, after a while, if you're averaging two strikes a game, that starts going up to four or five. Dude, I mean, you're that's five grand a day. Yeah, how 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 many hours a day are you going to spend in a bowling alley doing that? Four, four hours. I think I could bowl a strike an hour. Yeah, just you bowl definitely eight, could. Eight to twelve, and then, dude, afternoons I just podcast. You know, that's these true. things are so successful that why wouldn't I? Do you think you'd get a little greedy with it, though? You think you'd be like, I'm going to put in eight-hour days I, see how much money I can make? Yeah, I probably would. You think, you think, how long do you think you could bowl eight hours a day in a bowling alley? And have fun with it or just do it? 
that's, that's good porn. I mean, I mean, that's up in there. Could you have fun with it? Hour five, your your muscles are getting tired. Your thumb is swollen. If I saw those checks going yeah. in my bank account, I could go all day. That's true. That's true. My my only concern is like, dude, what if you like tear your rotator cuff like week one? <laughs> Then you got to start bowling lefty or use that little roller thing where you push it down the middle. That might be the way to go, though. But find the perfect setup. Yeah. You get the right size ball, dude. You just slide it right down the middle. You're good to go. Are you a heavy ball or a light ball, man? Uh, I guess. You get some speed or power behind yeah. it. Yeah. Whatever, whatever I can fit my fingers in is, is my tool of choice, so... I don't know. I feel like usually I'm like the 12 or 14 kind of guy. I I would always go for the uh, the heavier balls. The one, yeah. not where I would lose any like finesse with it, but you know, heaviest ball I can do and still be semi accurate with. Were you on the bowling team, Hudson? No, I wish I okay. was. Yeah, dude, some of my friends were, and it was electric. <laughs> yeah. Go over to freaking AMF Windsor Lanes over there. Get your car broke into at twenty third. Good time. There, there's some fancy bowling alleys now. We just had they're building one out at I think it it's by Chisholm. It's on Penn something, but it's like a they're calling it a luxury bowling alley. What and the heck? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna fix your mic real fast. Mission accomplished. I think I got it better. So, um, anyway. We got Daxton in the house tonight, and Daxton, he brings a different element to the table. He's uh, skilled with the lens in his hand, would you say? <laughs> I wouldn't, but... Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but you certainly like to do it. I, I have fun most of the time. That's good. Um, well, before we get to all that, uh, usually we kind of just talk about like um, some of your background and stuff, so... Uh, I don't know. You want to just tell us a little bit about growing up? Um, maybe some, you know, early hunting and fishing memories. Maybe what do you remember first? Like maybe your first fish or something like that? Or yeah. So if you're a, a frequent listener, I'm sure you've heard the stories of Landon and Dalton growing up. We had a bunch of land out in El Reno, and you know, just I was a little bit younger, so I think I had a different experience than the older brothers, but it was definitely still something to to look back and be, just have some good memories of it. I remember my first, you know, back when you're young, you catch a two-pounder and you think it's a 12-pounder, but I remember me and Landon were fishing on our neighbors. We, we were close with our neighbors, so we could go over there and fish and hang out and stuff, and we were fishing... It was like the end. It wasn't really a a stronghold. Sure. Some could say. Sure, sure. But the pond kind of just stopped. Okay. So we were fishing that, and I think I was throwing, this reminds me of Tate, a pink lure. I want to say a Sanko. And, you know, still don't even really know how to fish. I mean, I go, but I really just sit by the water and get Uh eaten by mosquitoes. But (laughs) I just remember throwing and hooking onto one and i probably thought it was a whale (laughs) like it was just an absolute giant yeah like i thought i was gonna get thrown into the water and so i you know reel it in whatever and i don't even know if we had phones back then probably a flip phone but Mm -hmm. i just that was the first time i remember catching like a big fish yeah and i'm sure it was just a two pounder Uh or something maybe a (laughs) a strong tadpole, but, and we used to, we had a dock down at our pond. Um, then you could just throw a empty hook and catch perch and stuff. Uh huh. But that was the, probably that was the first of, time I remember catching a, an actual bass. Yeah. That was kind of your first big fish memorable yeah. Yeah. kind of experience. That's freaking cool. There's, I feel like everyone has that story of like as a little kid or, they have like that one fish that they like, it probably wasn't that big, but at the time it just felt like freaking Moby Dick, you know? So I don't know. That's freaking, that's awesome. (laughs) I'm picturing you just like stand there with the rod, like Jeff Gordon rod bent in half and Landon's like holding onto your belt loops or something. (laughs) 
and turns out it's a one and a half pounder. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you uh did you hunt much growing up with your brothers or Um I can't I mean, when I was super young, I don't really remember hunting much. Um I think the first goose hunt I went on and that's a little bit different than uh, like deer hunting. You can't really just my dad doesn't really goose hunt duck hunt that much. Yeah. Um so I remember going out with my dad and even Landon just Going out there, sitting in the tree stand with him, and he would find a branch or something to stand on while I'd get the comfy tree stand. But uh, <laughs> that's a good dad. Yeah, but um, I know the first. I think the first goose hunt we went to, it was probably to this day still the best way the geese worked on us. I don't remember where it was or who all was there, but I just remember it looking like a a cloud of geese just raining on top of us the whole morning that's awesome was that um was that one of those christmas eve hunts no i think we started the christmas eve hunts i want to say maybe five or six years ago i think that really started when i kind of took over scouting for most of like the the people we hunt with mm-hmm. i was kind of Obviously, everyone else would scout, but I think it was when I was 16, um, just driving out, you know, loyal everywhere over there. (laughs) Lynn Um, would put you to work. Yes. Yes. I remember, I mean, we'd be in like coming out of class or something and Landon would call Dax and be like, hey, are you out there? What are you seeing? (laughs) Go scout. Yeah. That's more probably. Yeah. I'm going to sleep in, but you go out there. I mean, it was worth it. And it's, it's funny that. Everyone that hunts has to bring something to the table, whether it's lay down blinds, decoys, you know the farmer, you found it, and I didn't, I mean, obviously Landon invited me anytime he had a hunt, so that was kind of always my way in, but I just always kind of felt bad just, you know, oh, being the little brother, and so I always kind of felt like I needed to go out and scout, and I loved it. I. Yeah. I mainly got into goose hunting to spend more time with my brothers, and now Dalton doesn't do it much. Lawson was never really into hunting. Um, I think he's came on a couple Christmas Eve hunts, but it was really to just kind of not feel like I was just a burden there. Yeah. Dude, I I love scouting. I think it's probably the best part of the hunt. I like it now. I used to hate it. (laughs) Oh, I used to hate it. I'd get so bored and... I think that was before I kind of found that music that I liked, and uh-huh. I didn't have this podcast to listen to that's back right. then. <laughs> that's right, dude. This is that's when it's really going to take off even more. Is next hunting season, <laughs> dude? Make I'm going to sure. re-listen to all of them five or six <laughs> times. <laughs> You'll quadruple our listens. No, <laughs> yeah, pump them numbers up. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, so yeah, you your kind of way to contribute was the scouting because you're like, yeah, well, I don't really, and I got. I don't want to sound, you know, I don't want to toot my horn, but I feel like every time I went, I at least found geese. And I don't know if, I mean, I've probably only talked to five farmers Uh because I'd always just, like Tate wouldn't even know I was scouting and I'd just send him a pin and say, hey, there's geese. And I'd send him a video or land in and he would call or on X. Uh And a lot of the times, I mean, up until a couple years ago when we were really hitting it out there super hard, we knew most of the farmers or... The farmers had friends that knew them, and we got most of the fields we tried to get on. Yeah. Well, it's funny, or not funny, it's just kind of like such a good lesson. Like, if you treat people right, like, the world is pretty small. And so if you're just going around causing trouble and um, people don't trust you or you're disrespectful of them and their stuff, then that word easily travels. So Oh, yeah. Just like some knowledge that, hey, these guys aren't absolute knuckleheads and really they're going to do me a favor just as much as anything uh it speaks a lot to well can't say we weren't knuckleheads but well yeah <laughs> some of the people we brought along were good grief yeah i'll never forget watching one guy I'm not gonna say his name but i literally turned around and he was doing a donut in the farmer's field and i was like are you kidding me i got so mad <laughs> I just couldn't. I was like almost speechless though, because I was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> did, you, did you 
think about raising your gun up a little bit. Like, yeah. Maybe I need to maybe fire I a need warning. To blast <laughs> this guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. It would, that was a not not a good one. But um, yeah. So you you did a lot of the scouting back then, but you were just like, hey, I'll drop a pin. You guys deal with the farmers. Yeah. I can't. I I don't like talking to people. Or I've gotten better now, but yeah. <laughs> I just well and. I mean, I would always think, like, what farmer would want a little 16-year-old boy walking up to his house and saying, hey, can I hunt? Like, I'm not going to let you. Yeah. You're a child. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to know, like, man, I'm young, but also I got to be respectful, but also, yeah. like, I'm freaking 16. No one wants to let me Yeah. and my friends come hunt. They're just going to think I'm a bunch of idiots. Yeah. I feel like that's never really i don't know goes away completely like even like yeah with, with this where it was like when we did the uh the you know how to fishing guide or whatever it was like why are we doing <laughs> like yeah. yeah i mean we know a lot we have a, a combined decades of experience doing it but it's still just like man like it's that uh imposter syndrome yeah is what they call it it's yeah like, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess that is a little different. I hate talking to people, too. So, um, I don't mind it, but I always just let Landon and Tate carry the weight. <laughs> yeah, sure. And Tate could well, talk. Especially Tate. Yeah, Tate could talk to the door for a good week. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, definitely a couple times, like, I went with Landon, and I just was like, ah, oh, yeah, you can handle this one. And I'd just be sitting in the car for, like, 45 minutes. And he comes back, he's like... I'm like, so? And he's like, oh, we didn't get permission, but we were just talking about it. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck, bro? Like, at least don't waste my time. Yeah. Good grief. That's awesome. So, yeah, you you uh, kind of got into the goose hunting and stuff. Um, did the deer hunting kind of follow that? Or um, what, what brought about kind of your interest in deer hunting over the last few years here? So the deer hunting probably started a little bit before that when I could, you know, go out not obviously not drive myself because it was before I could drive, but like my dad letting me, you know, walk to the stand on my own. Um, so that probably started when I was maybe 13 or 14, I want to say. Was that, um, was that around whenever your dad bought some of that land, uh, kind of out where the lease is, but I, I think that was like when I was like 17, okay. 16, 17. So you, you were already like getting into it and then that yeah. happened and then that, I'm sure that probably sparked you going out even more. Yeah, that was, um, that definitely helped, but I know that once I got my first buck, I got my first buck with a bow, and then I think two years later, me and my dad went out just with a rifle, and we don't ever really rifle hunt, because, you know, as my father say, we'll say it's cheating. <laughs> and I, That's where Landon gets it, right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't disagree but it is a lot easier being able to sit in a nice ground blind 200 yards away and just pull a trigger. That's my kind of deer hunting right there. <laughs> I mean, there, yeah, I mean, there's, it's, it's a very efficient way to get meat in the freezer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If it, you're doing it for, for food and to feed your family, that's one thing. But if you're doing it to get a trophy buck in a heated blind, get a life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm I'm always going to be a heated blind kind of guy. Hey, I put in some serious work for my first doe, and I shot at 20 yards with a rifle. So I shot mine at the rifle. That's actually kind of a funny story. It was so we were on a ground blind. On the week, kind of did a almost like a U, and so we had like uh, woods to our left and. You know, we were sitting there, and I cannot keep still to save my life. So I sit on the ground to where I'm, like, the the windows that you see through, like, the deer can't see me because I can't stop moving. Uh-huh. So I sit on the ground, and I just remember my dad saying, like, there's there's a deer. And so I, like, pop my head up, and it's a, a long ways away. And it, like, maybe walked towards us and then goes in the woods and so he's like, all right, we're going to go over here. It's coming this way. I'm like, okay, whatever, Dad. And I don't really, I still don't know much about hunting. But 
um, we like walk over there and we're just sitting on this like gate and I just set the rifle up and it's like, I want to say it's like 10 or 20 yards away and I shoot it and I'm like, well, that was easy. And that was probably four or five years ago and I still haven't killed one yet. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) That's, that's how, like, uh, I don't know. What was it? Probably four or five years ago, I shot the big buck down in Texas. And then after that, you know, we have the lease and stuff. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to shoot a doe early in the season. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to save my tags and like maybe, you know, try and fill out my bucks first, let the doe kind of bring them in. And then several years goes by, I haven't put a deer <laughs> on the ground. And I'm just like, gosh dang it. I want, I want some freaking jerky. Yeah. Well, this most recent year, um, I'm sure y'all both know I would go probably five or six days a week out you, of that place. You that wanted place so much. It was, I, it was almost every single day. I can't even count the amount of hours I spend in that tree. And it's 10 minutes from my house. When I was living with Landon, it was probably 30. But then it's just so nice having a place that close. But I... I had so many opportunities to kill little bucks or doe. And I was like, no, I'm not going to kill a doe. I've, I've killed two bucks, one with a bow, so I don't need to, like, just shoot a buck to shoot a buck. I wanted to get more of, like, a trophy deer yeah. because I knew there was big ones out there. And towards the end of the season, our freezer goes out and all of our meat goes bad. And I'm sure we had a couple deer and probably a thousand geese and <laughs> that sounds about right yeah. and our geese we give to gibson flemons and he somehow makes the geese actually edible like they taste good like you want uh-huh. more of them you don't just eat them to not feel bad sure <laughs> yeah one time uh colton made uh goose jerky and that was the first time i'd had uh goose and Golly, it was good. But I know, like, you guys have tried a lot of different ways to to make it. Oh, it's um, a lot bad. of trial and error from you guys. It's like tar. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Gibson Flemings likes to. I think he puts a jalapeno in between, like in the middle of the breast, and then wraps bacon around it. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's that's good. Like, does it on the grill or something? I guess. Okay. Yeah, I think so on the grill. That's how my dad does a uh, dove. Which oh. dove, dove is already good. Yeah, that's a bacon wrap with a little jalapeno. Oh, it's good, dude. Never heard anybody. That's for yeah. damn sure. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, so I'm trying to think. So what? What's the story behind your first buck? That was. How long do you think we've had the lease, Hudson? Five. Wait. Was it freshman year of college? I think. I think it would have been. So, yeah. So then it would have been. Wow. Seven 20s. years. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure it was at that. Dude, I think more. It's we 20. started college 2016. I know. God, it's 2023. Know. That's seven years. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, it is. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, you guys are looking at me like I'm in <laughs> You know me and math on here. Yeah, freaking God. I was like, no, it's nine years. <laughs> but it, it could have, it, it might have been eight, just depending on when. Yeah. Because we could have got it, Um, I don't know, fall of. So, no, it would have been. It would have yeah, been. Fall of Seven years-ish, we'll say that. Okay. Well, I, it was at the, the tree stand by your blind Hudson yeah and that's where it was and I don't know if it's the same tree or a different tree but I just remember the tree being angled like this kind of towards me and so I'm sitting like leaning forward and I just remember a buck coming out and I was young so I just saw antlers and um I don't remember the specifics but I just I draw back shoot it obviously it's a good shot because Look at me. I'm a killer. You've never missed a shot in your life. <laughs> I will say I've never missed a deer because I've only shot with a bow once and with yeah. a rifle once. And hey, we'll take if you it. miss with a rifle, that's sad. But I did once. <laughs> <laughs> I too. got him on the second one, though. <laughs> hey, me too. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> but I know we killed that. I don't know if you were there. I know your dad was there, Hudson. Um, but we, the the service there is a little spotty. So I was texting my dad, trying to call him. Um, and I think by the time we, you know, get down, meet up, and start tracking it, it's dark, and we're tracking it, and it it uh, died in this this creek bed, and um, we they did something to. I think they put it in the hind court, like hooks in the hind corners and hoist it on a tree. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they did that and they were gutting it and, you know, I was watching and I can't remember if we just gutted it and got it or, or quartered it or what, but that was the, the first time I killed one. The only time I've killed one with a, with a bow, but that was my first buck. Was it pretty nice? No. No, it not was, at all. <laughs> um, I'll try and pull up a picture of it. But it was, you know, Elliot off of yeah. Open Season? That's my middle name, and it's pretty ironic on Because the name. you literally shot Elliot. It, it was, yes. We'll have to throw a, throw a picture of Elliot for those who haven't seen that movie. It was a Instagram. cute little, basically a fawn with a single horn antler, sorry, and... Good old unicorn. Yeah. It's a good time. And we didn't, you know, I mean, obviously we don't kill them to take good pictures, but that was the uh, one picture I got. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not kidding at all there. <laughs> well, listen, it's... it's, it's but uh, it also was your first, I mean, it was your first archery deer, so... Yeah, yeah. Certainly. Can't, can't really be too picky. Yeah. Um, I, especially out there. The second one. You know, because it's on the river, so, like, there's always new deer cruising through there. Yeah. And so it's... Yeah, I mean, it's not... That's not... I, I wouldn't say that's a bad first deer, and... No. I would have shot the second one, too. That's yeah, awesome. A lot, a lot of people take a long time to get their first buck with a bow. I mean, it's a tough thing to kill any deer with a bow, so... Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. I feel like almost everything has to go right, so... Yeah, and I got to... I got a long shot on that first one, and that was, I'm kind of, I don't know, lucky or glad, but it was a lot easier to see the blood because it's, it's spurting out on the exhale, uh-huh. so it like scattered, you know, two or three feet, so that was a lot easier to see, and I'm sure if you get a heart shot, <clears throat> it's just going to drop, and it'll be a lot, so that'll be easy to find, but yeah. the lung shot really made it. Pretty good to see. Yeah, easy to track. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I feel it's so hard sometimes to track, especially because I never bring a flashlight, so that makes it really hard to track. <laughs> I've got I've got a funny story about that. That uh, so I and my father's child way over prepared for everything. Uh huh. Like we just got back from Colorado and like we were doing small hikes and I was bringing thirty pounds of gear for no reason, <laughs> like a one mile like probably a three or four mile hike with a hundred other people and I'm bringing, you know, duct tape, fire starters, water filters. <laughs> but it was this year I somehow, so I have three flashlights in my bag at all times. I have a flashlight, headlamp, and a backup, normally a backup flashlight and a backup headlamp. And That's I left all of those in my truck. <clears throat> That's and a classic was, us move. <laughs> yeah. And it was the place out, uh, we call it gas plant. I think yeah, you've yeah. been there. Um, and I was sitting in the far stand and, you know, I didn't see anything. So I got down at um, probably around shooting light. I see a couple deer come in probably a hundred yards away and I'm like, okay, I'll watch them. And. Then I see this monster come out, and I'm like, here we go. And then they're just sitting out in the wheat, probably 100 yards away, and all I've got is my bow. And I'm like, okay, I don't have any flashlights. I have my phone. So do I, like, walk? And it's dark now, like, probably 20 or 30 minutes after shooting light. I'm sitting in the wheat. I get down. Sorry, I missed that part. I get down, and then the big buck walks out. So I'm on my hands and knees in the wheat, just watching these deer eat. They're like, oh, it's Elliot over there. (laughs) 
And so I like, I'm like, okay, do I take the, you know, 60, 70 yard shot with, and last year I just used Landon's bow. I was like, I'm, I know it's sighted in. So do I just take the shot and, you know, kind of hope. And then I decide not to just keep waiting and keep waiting. And then it's maybe 30 or 45 minutes after dark, no moon, cloudy. I can't even see my hands in front of my face. I'm like, okay, I don't care if these deer never come back, I'm leaving. So I like turn on my phone flashlight and I'm walking back and it feels like miles. And it's that like soft dirt and I'm in my cowboy boots. For some reason I wear cowboy boots. I don't know why. I think it makes my feet colder. But I'm walking I, I, I back. I agree with that. Yeah. And there's this like river you got to walk down and then up. And I'm like walking up to it. I hear a noise. Don't see anything. Walk to the bottom of the riverbed. And then I look up and there's these eyes looking at me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? <laughs> and so I like get a little bit closer and it's a pack of coyotes. Oh, like oh my gosh and i was 20 last season so i didn't have my pistol yet so i've got my mom's revolver and i'm like (laughs) and i'm like just holding it in my hand with my phone flashlight just looking at a pack of eyes i'm like what do i do like i don't want to just shoot at them because it's like i'm like lower so the ground is like level with where the bullet would go so it would cross the road and I'm like, that's not safe, but I don't want to get eaten or have to wrestle these coyotes. So then I find these like rocks at my feet and I start throwing rocks at them and what? they do not move. And I'm like landing them at their feet and they just are just looking at me like, what is this idiot doing? And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, I'll sing like a random song to just make noise to let other animals know yeah. to just move. Do you, do you remember? No. Oh, gosh. No. I'm sure it was. <laughs> it wasn't a Garth Brooks like Rob? No, it's um, like normally I sing like some like Christian song that's like what they play around Christmas time. <laughs> so the angels can protect you. Yes. And I'm just like talking out loud, freaking out. And then they finally just walk away. And so I dead sprint with my bow, backpack, and camera bag to the truck. And I'm, like, clicking the uh, the unlock button so the lights will come on on my uh-huh. headlights. I'm like, please work. And, oh, that was terrifying. But you made it. I made it. <laughs> I'm, and I was, the whole time, I was like, they're right behind me. I can hear them. And uh-huh. I'm sure they were just sitting there watching me. Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah. Or they, doing? like, ran off when you started making a lot of noise or something. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can picture that so easily. <laughs> Was uh was that the same place where last year, um, I guess yeah we can talk about this now. Um, <laughs> was last year the, I think it was maybe that place where, it was like the last week of the season and you're like Landon like I'm going out uh, to take pictures of these deer, and Landon's like, why aren't you taking your bow and you're like, I'm not gonna see I I don't see anything out there. No so. That I'm sure you heard that from Landon, so I'm sure it was wrong. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I were I used to work for a, like a patient transport company, so we'd drive patients back and forth from hospitals and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and I would bring my bow every day and pray that we would get off early. And it was probably an hour drive because we'd meet like South OKC, uh-huh. probably forty five minute drive, and. Just pray that we got off early. And I, I don't know if I woke up late or what, but I didn't bring my bow. And we got off early, and I had to go run an errand real quick. Because I didn't bring my bow, so I was like, I'm not even going to go out there. But the errand was kind of out by the land. So I was like, you know, I've got my camera. No, I didn't even have my camera. That's a lie. I had my binoculars. And I was like, yeah, I'll just go sit out there. And, you know, I've got nothing else, else to do. I'll just go sit out there. Uh-huh. And I go sit out there, and just this horse with antlers comes out, and I'm like, uh, I, like I don't even know what to do. <laughs> You're just sitting there watching it. Yeah, like I'm in 
I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and like I can't I don't even have my bow so mad so I think I FaceTime Landon and I like put the you know the phone up to the binoculars and show him and I start taking videos and it's just this biggest buck I've ever seen well first this like you know this little forky comes out um I think I saw him a couple times earlier in the season and then this nice like eight point comes out that he was the one I was trying to get all season. And then I guess grandpa comes out and he is, I, I want to say it's a 12 or 14 point. I've got a picture, but it's kind of like in the sunset. So it's yeah. kind of, you can't really tell, but he was a big boy with like a beautiful rack. And so I'm just sitting there taking videos like what else? And they're 30 yards from my truck God. and I'm sitting in there moving <laughs> and then they walk, probably five yards from the stand sit there for 10 or 20 minutes and then just cruise around in the wheat for another 30 minutes and then go back in the woods and they've that's a that's a whole tangent but (laughs) that land used to be gold and then the farmer let someone else start hunting it and they were driving in the wheat they put it's wheat deer eat wheat and they put a corn feeder up in the corner of the wheat like okay that okay i okay that's cool and then they put like they keep driving in the wheat and i'm sure they're driving in there you know after work uh-huh. when the deer are out and so they just kind of ruin it they put a ground blind up where the deer come out oh perfect uh, yeah right on their path it, yeah so they kind of messed up the whole um Dynamic. feng shui of the deer sure so they start uh. coming out at you know like Sunset, so you still got like 30 minutes left, but they're 150 yards out, and then they slowly make their way down as mm-hmm. it gets darker and darker, so you can't shoot them. But yeah, what are, a, what are the odds those people have permission? 50 50. Okay, yeah, because the farmer, um, he's pretty old, and yeah, he's, he's just pretty kinda, much senile. <laughs> he just kind of, I think, lets if you ask him, you can go, uh huh. So we won't say who it is. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That I've been out there a couple of times. I haven't hunted it, but just like early season, like scouting and um, just like stop by there, you know, on the way back from a goose hunt or something. And it's definitely a nice looking spot. It is. And it's so close. It's so close. It's like kind of near the highway, but it slopes down. So you're. You can't even see the highway, and then yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a cool little spot for sure. Yeah, and it's funny. I'll hear like I'll be looking at deer, and I'll just hear Jake breaks rolling. Uh huh. And it's like, well, I'm not in the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're un, unfazed by that. Gives it's, you a little m- more room to move around. Though. Yeah. Well, no, because they know where I sit. <laughs> yeah. But I've always found it so funny that deer will eat on the side of I-40 with. Yep. 30,000 pound trucks going 80 by them. But if I blink too fast in a deer stand 80 yards away, they'll look in my soul. Yeah. It is. That is crazy, though. Like, they just have that sense about them. Yeah. Were you, did you film um, Land and Shoot One there last, was it last year or two years ago? No, last two year. year. Last year he would have been in the. Yeah, academy, it was two so years yeah. ago. No, I think. It was just a shot of him shooting one, right? Uh-huh. That, he, uh, he's he got s- this cool thing that connects to the tree. Okay. And uh, so he filmed that himself. Okay. But he used to, we would kind of switch. I think he had, two years ago, uh, we had two stands out there. And he sat in one and killed one. And then um, I think he killed another one at the lease. But we started going out and he would sit with me in that stand. And I think he told that story maybe two episodes ago um, of it was dark. It was still legal, but it was dark. (laughs) And I was looking through the peep site, and they're like five, ten yards away. And I'm drawn back for like minutes. Uh And it's not a light bow. And I'm like looking in the peep site, and I just see black. And he's like, shoot it. Shoot it. Like talking. Uh Shoot it. Shoot it. And I'm like, I can't see them. And he's like, I don't care. Just shoot. Just shoot. And I'm like, uh, uh. And 
I, I still regret not just shooting in the general area. At least I would have killed a, a doe. Yeah. Or yeah. You would have hit something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause there was, I mean, probably 15 or 20 of them just sitting five, 10 yards away with this just monster sitting there. Gosh. Was it, do you think it was that big one that you were after that you saw the other time? Probably. I think those deer mostly just kind of like live in that uh-huh. vicinity. Yeah. So I don't know how much like random travelers they get throughout mm-hmm. there, but man, and I, I shed hunted that place, um, a couple times this year, couldn't find anything. And it kind of, it kind of stinks cause they go through our property on the Creek bed and uh-huh. then they jump the fence and then go into another property and then jump the fence and go to another property. And, um, so I haven't, you can only kind of search that little corner and yeah. they eat on the wheat. So that's nice. And cause the other fields aren't wheat, but they kind of, I think sleep over on the other fields. So yeah, their sheds are probably over there, but well, I looked for turkeys this year and I couldn't find any out there. Yeah. Well, it's hard to like the time that their antlers are falling. The wheat is like, I don't know, like shin high. Maybe, oh yeah. Or we went out high. there. I think it was me and Parker Parker. If you're listening high, but, uh, it was, <laughs> tall yeah and it like i was in shorts yeah for some reason covered in ticks oh my gosh (laughs) have you been to bluff creek recently (laughs) it you can't even think about going out there without getting a tick on you really it's it's just i'm sure if you're biking or running it wouldn't be bad but i took pictures out there so i was kind of like stopping and Uh kind of walking out in the grass and i probably got 20 on me within 30 or 45 minutes. Screw I was like, that. yeah, I'm leaving. And I had tick spray on too. I think they like it. Yeah. It makes <laughs> it was stronger. an attractant. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the radioactive <laughs> stuff that, yeah, they're, it's like Popeye spinach. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, I'm going to eat Dax. <laughs> well, tell us, uh, you said you were taking pictures out there. How'd you get into some wildlife photography that you've been into recently? Yeah. So. Kind of all throughout my life, I feel like me and Landon have matching personalities, sadly. So I've kind of always followed what he's done. Like, want to be a game warden, I wanted to be one. And then um, just stuff like that, like vet and then firefighter. And then he kind of went into the the popo, but I stuck with fire. The fuzz. Yeah. And so he kind of started to get into that. And, you know, I've always liked and appreciated the good pictures because... I love being out in the the wilderness and love seeing the wildlife, but it's a lot easier to take a picture than it is to shoot one with a bow or a shotgun if you're doing waterfowl. And I don't know, I'm kind of a sweetheart and just kind of sometimes feel bad shooting a lot of geese, hey, which man. doesn't happen often. But Real men shoot animals behind a lens. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to get that tattooed on my back. That's right. <laughs> but uh <laughs> this um, would not be worth it. <laughs> what is worth it? A Sasquatch tattoo on your butt? Oh yeah. That's <laughs> worth it a thousand times out of a thousand. Uh, but you I wouldn't know anything. <laughs> but he That's on our OnlyFans if you guys right. want to see that. <laughs> but he bought a camera and so I was like, yeah, I'll get one. And my aunt takes pictures um too and so I've always kind of been around it, but I bought a camera and just kind of started going out to, you know, local ponds and taking it hunting with me and really started to get into it. I want to say probably when Landon joined the Academy, probably a year, year and a half ago, whenever that was. I think it was before it. Uh, yeah. I think, I think you were doing it before. If yeah. I remember correctly, but I don't know. But you, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, my timeline is awful. But uh, so I start, I've just got the uh, Rebel T7, and it's just a basic, it's a great camera for like portraits, you know, senior pictures, stuff like that. But Landon's is a lot better. He's got the Rebel T7i, which is just kind of like the, it's like the iPhone 7 to the 7 Plus or something. Mm-hmm. It's just the, it's the same thing as the T7 with just a lot better built-in stuff. Uh-huh. Like high shutter speed is really what the thing I wanted. And so he only takes it mainly like hunting. He doesn't kind of go out and take pictures like I do. Yeah. And 
So I started just, you know, taking his and uh, I've got kind of a longer range lens. So I started taking that out and um, just taking it hunting with me or going to like local ponds or uh, overholes around the boat ramp is Uh just where ducks like to live in 100 degree weather, I guess. But really, really loved it out there. And this past goose season is kind of when I like actually started to, I think, get better and like really love it. Uh huh. And I would go out there and turn on my audiobook for class and study and stuff while I watched geese come in and stuff like that. And I'm still, I have so much to learn still. Yeah. And a lot more money to spend. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it, definitely. It's crazy, like how much goes into photography. It, it. Landon texted me the other day, and he was like, "Hey, can I have my camera back soon to go for like hunting?" And I was like, "You sure? You sure you want <laughs> yeah. it? Because <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to buy a new camera, which is probably thousand bucks maybe, and then yeah. a new lens, which is probably another two. Yeah, and it kind of hurts." Yeah, it adds up fast. I have like a nice one for like real estate photography, but mm-hmm. it's like only a wide angle lens. And I've been seeing for like three years now, like, oh, I should probably get a, <laughs> get the right lens to take pictures of actual stuff for yeah. this. But I just have never. Well, you've got the drone too, which yeah, that which, is sick. Dude, that's fun. Yeah. yeah I do. I, sometime maybe we need to get you out doing that because you would you'd get obsessed with that fast. Yeah, well maybe not because I know I'd buy one. But like <laughs> you took it to that uh, that hunt over there uh-huh. and blew my mind with yeah. the zoom and dude the twenty eight times zoom <laughs> is uh, is actually like it's borderline like scary. Like I'm like. I shouldn't just be able to zoom in from a mile away on your back porch and yeah. see like your face. Like, yeah. I don't I've got know. a ten times zoom on my long lens, and it looks—I mean, like it's far, but it looks just like a, like it's fuzzy. And uh-huh. it's, but that drone is, like, it blew my mind. Yeah, it's fun. I, that's one of those. I'm in the same boat as you. Like, it has so much, um, like capabilities mm-hmm. and so many things that i actually don't know how to do but Mm -hmm. i've got it like i still play around with it but i just know i feel kind of bad i don't use it to its full potential yeah i mean i I bet you'll use it a lot more this next season i feel like none of us really hunted that much this season yeah i know landon was in the academy and i was kind of starting up my my school program and that just kind of made it really hard but and because yeah. i don't want to i mean i don't want to go scout spend all that money and find a hunt to not go with landon yeah. and just go with like tate and some random people uh-huh. or like the loyal or uh the yonder guys yes yeah thank you i was drawing a blank shout out to nick i hope he's listening to this i love gosh, nick noble I love them gosh I still have y'all's call you I do oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have one of those too <laughs> um yeah, I, I, it was a weird season for me, too, because I don't know, like, I didn't really have a chance to work super hard at it, and then Landon wasn't really around to go, and then there also wasn't a ton of birds around anywhere yeah. except right here. Yeah, Bethany. <laughs> so it worked out great for us that, like, we have the local hookups. But... It did. I know we went, that was this season, we went to Overholster a couple times, right? Mm, yeah. Like I mean, early season? Yeah. I know we took yeah, me you and, out there. We took Ellie out once I or love twice. Her so yes. much. <laughs> Ellie, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I my goal, which this is just not gonna happen, was to take Scout out. Yeah. Duck honey, but I don't know. She's been pretty pampered and she's white. So Ooh, she would She might stick out just a little bit. So. Well, and if she went in like overholes her, you'd probably have to shave her. She would be brown. Dude, it's actually crazy. She like she can be completely muddy, and you give her like three hours, and it just will all disappear. Really? Yeah, right into my couch or my <laughs> carpet, but like it just falls off of her. I don't quite understand. It. I think they secrete a lot of oil in their skin that just kind of naturally kind of pushes it off. Yeah, I used to work at a vet, so I'm kind of like nerdy about that. You are. <laughs> You're that guy. <laughs> Um, well, what's, so you're, 
Um, are do you think you'll get a new camera soon or? Yeah, yeah. Once I've got about a, I got my final tomorrow. So okay, everyone wish me luck on that. That's awesome. Um, but after that, I've got like two weeks free. So I'm gonna try and do some jobs with Dalton. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just try and rake in some extra cash to not make it hurt as much. Uh huh. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm in the debate of new lens or new camera first because I've got yeah. the I've I've I have a camera myself, but it it doesn't have that high shutter capability. Uh huh. So for geese, it's like how much is it worth it? Because it's gonna be blurry anyways. Yeah. Because it can't. It can't take that shutter quick enough. So, I don't know. I think... I know I will soon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... <clears throat> it's tough. Do you... Uh, do you have a favorite place that you've gone taking pictures, uh, like, in the past year or so that you just um, really enjoyed or you got a good picture that you were like, oh, man, like, took it to the next level? There's a... Uh, my... I don't know. I've got a lot of favorites, but probably my favorite... Or just most unique maybe picture I've ever taken was on the north side of Overholster. There's that little farm. Or I don't know. It's like yeah. a they've got it's like a winery almost. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and they've got that pond uh, just to the west of the winery. Is that what it's called? Not yeah, a winery. Vineyard. Vineyard. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> so it's just like a little pond, and they've got a a lot of local geese and ducks there, and they I think it's a part of their cleaning process. They kind of j- sit out of the water and flap their wings. I don't know if it's to like dry them off or what, but I got one doing that. The lighting was perfect, and it was right at when it like flapped back. When it's like I guess elbows. I don't know. If elbows. Have, elbows. Elbows. But it was like when their elbows were together, and it just it looked a lot like angel wings, and that was just probably one of my favorite pictures, but. Um, I just discovered Martin Nature Center. That's Dude, a really cool place for like probably the goat for deer pictures. Have you? I would think, uh-huh. but I've only seen one deer out there that's a that I'm able to take pictures of. Really? Yeah, because they their trails there aren't very great on like getting back in the in the thick yeah. of it. Yeah. Which I mean, obviously, you don't want those deer to just be hanging out when you got you know, five first graders screaming. Uh-huh. So I don't blame them for not having trails all the way back there, but definitely like I've got a really cool video of a, um, what's the bird that pecks on the wood? A woodpecker? A woodpecker. Oh, wow. I am having trouble Wow, today. wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got a really cool video of a woodpecker, um, and I regret not taking, I was so hot and tired that I didn't want to spend the extra minute and take pictures of it. But uh-huh. I took a video of it and called that good. Dang, but I that's a really I... good place for like small birds uh-huh. and um, squirrels. I like taking pictures of squirrels. I got yeah. a, a good picture of a squirrel jumping and it's like flying, uh-huh. but it's dark and it's, so it's not a great picture. It's just a good opportunity. But yeah, Martin Nature Center, that's definitely a good place. Where's uh, that at? So it's just south of the Turnpike and west of Mercy. Okay. Hospital, half yeah. mile. Yeah, between MacArthur and Meridian up there. Yeah. So I've been by it a million times. I just didn't know. Yeah. yeah. It's, there's not a whole, like, it's just one little opening that has a small sign. I wish they would promote it better, but. What do you think? It's like 10 or 15, like 20 acres maybe max? Yeah. It goes back quite a ways. It does. Okay. Um, so maybe 50 or something. And it's it's funny to think that on one side is a hospital the uh-huh. other side is a neighborhood, one side's a neighborhood, and the other side is the turnpike. Yeah. And you got twenty deer and thousands of birds living there. Yeah. Like that's just so funny to me. Yeah. Every time I go to Mercy, there's always I always see deer just yeah. on the side of the road. Yeah, and I've tried to park like in that business center and take pictures, but I think I just have a scent that deer can smell and they just sprint the other way and we can smell it too yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't doubt it speaking of that we probably need to wrap it up no <laughs> <laughs> um canyon lakes is definitely a good place um it's just it's just kind of hard to take pictures in the city because you don't want a background of a a mansion in the background you yeah. want trees or wheat or clouds or something so it's kind of it's been hard to find a local place that has all that that's why i like overholzer but you got to worry about, you know, 
hepatitis needles and meth heads. Sure. Well, hey, if you ever need a little bird ID, you let me know. You'll make I, my whole day sending me a picture of a little have you, Tweety Bird. I found Do you know much about like uh I don't know if it's a rodent. It's like a I, I saw it in Colorado. I'll I'll show like you. Like a marmot? Marmot, that's it. Yeah, I saw a, a whistle pig. That's what they call them. Really? Yeah, they kinda like whistle and chirp at you. Oh. Hey, the more you know. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that how you'd pick up the girls? Yeah. You just whistle at them. Yeah. And now Landon's an actual pig. Five <laughs> oh man. <laughs> He's not even here to defend himself. That's great. Well, uh, so what's what are your next kind of steps in the photography game? You said some upgrades. You ever like dream of like making a career out of it or something? Or yeah, that's I've I've said in the past years. National Geographic. I know you guys listen. If you want to give me a job, just hit me up. But. Uh, Dude, that would be a cool job. I was about to talk some crap on National Geographic. <laughs> yeah. Well, not any, any big thing that is like that. It field and stream. That yeah. would just be my dream job is I want to get on with a fire department and then, you know, you have a lot of off days and what better to do than that and then retire early and just start that. Yeah. And I love to travel and hike and so I think that would always be cool. And I've thought about they make things that, um, like float in the water. Uh, it's Dude, like camo I know. around you. You set your camera up oh, on yeah? it, and you wear like waders, so you get like water level pictures. And I've thought about. I don't know if I'd buy anything like that, but I'm sure I could make something like that oh, for sure. Just wear yeah. waders, or even just wear waders and hold it in the uh-huh. the, the tall straw. Yeah. But I've thought about doing that. It's just I've been real busy with school lately, so I've kind of put that on pause. Yeah. But um, there's a guy named, um, I think it's Alex Langbull or something. He's like a famous duck hunter guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was a firefighter for a long time. And uh, I don't know if you've ever watched the YouTube series. I think it's called The Grind. Um, It's like a duck hunting series. I'm sure I've um, come across a video there. Yeah, he was a firefighter, and then he would basically, you know, save up his time off and, you know, kind of schedule his days mm-hmm. very thoughtfully. And uh, he literally produced TV shows and did firefighter stuff at the same time. Pretty yeah. freaking cool. Yeah. So what I'm saying is you got it. <laughs> but don't do it for Nat Geo because they're kind of – what did they What did they post the other day, Hudson, that got me fired Dude, up? I don't – it was – it was actually bad. It was some kind of just crazy woke, like, I don't know. They're just. It was out of control. They're going January. off. And they just fight. They fired a bunch of their, like, longtime staff writers uh, the other day because so they were. Uh, they had written stories and stuff about, uh, like, you know how Nat Geo would always do, like, stories of, like, indigenous tribes and everything? Yeah. 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 They, they, I, a lot of those people ended up getting fired because they deemed it like racist of like oh, covering my. these like indigenous like African and Australian tribes and <sighs> Mediterranean all this stuff. And it was just ridiculous because it's, you know, mm. in my mind that's the complete opposite of like, I don't know, racism to me because you're telling these people stories that nobody even knew, yeah. at least in in like America, yeah. like knew of, and it's interesting and their way of life and everything. I don't know. It was. They had like a it was a mass exodus pretty much of a bunch of their old time staff writers. It's stupid, but yeah, I don't have many much patience for that at all. Yeah. Um well do you have anywhere in the country that you're like, man, I would love to go like take pictures there? Like a national park or just like a state that you'd just love to go for like a week? Um, I mean I've always wanted to go to Wyoming or Montana. Mm-hmm. Not even necessarily to just take pictures, but just to just to be there yeah like i we just got back from colorado and i was just sitting on top of the mountain and it's just crazy to think about just god's creation and like he just made that yeah i don't know that just blows my mind but um dude nothing gets my juices flowing more it's gosh just takes it's it's crazy but um yeah, I don't know a specific place. I mean, I love Oklahoma and, like, northern Texas. Love that. Um, 
I was going to bring up, have you seen this guy on Instagram named Isaac's Picks? He's like, he takes pictures in Wyoming and Montana, I like a wildlife so. photographer. I bet you've met, like, a lot of his stuff goes viral, yeah. but like, he, I mean, he takes, like, he'll go in, like, in full camo and stuff uh-huh. and just go, like, lay down somewhere and just wait and, you know, and there's so much diversity of wildlife up in those states too yeah like i'd love a, to take pictures of elk yeah i'd love to do that. like i want to go with our dads someday i don't know if i'll be able to go this year probably not but and like not even hunt just just yeah. film them and take pictures there because yeah. i don't i don't know i don't care much to i obviously i'd love to shoot an elk but to me it's it's almost as good to just the rush you get of taking a good picture and you know it's a good picture that's almost the same as as killing it and like being able to mount it yeah i mean even being like that close to something like that like i i've heard an actual elk bugle but like my dad has the story of um you know his first time hearing an elk bugle that was close to him in the woods and it just like shakes your insides of like how loud it is. They're loud. And it's just, it's just great. Like, I mean, yeah, just those experiences. Yeah. That's cool. You dude, you should go to Costa Rica. What's there? Freaking every type of bird you could ever want to take a picture of it. I, I don't know. There's like, whenever I lived down there, there was like definitely, times when i was like this is the most beautiful place i've ever been but then also like at the end of like the six months i was like there's nothing i want to see more than a grassland right now just a nice old mcdonald's yeah well (laughs) no like a like a western oklahoma like just no trees i just want to see grass and hills i was like i'm tired of all this friggin' rainforest crap so yeah i tried to get some really what i want like my next goal is to Photograph hummingbirds because mm-hmm. they're good grief. I feel like those are super They'd rare to, to get my house. pictures of. And we saw we have Maybe like a, a hummingbird feeder at our house, and my mom has seen one. But in Colorado, we had a I guess an Airbnb, and everyone there has hummingbird feeders, so we were seeing them for like five minutes That's constantly. Awesome. And I was like, All right, I'm gonna go get my camera come back 20 seconds later i don't see one for an hour <laughs> and then like i finally see one and it just flies away i'm like Gosh, really dang it it i i think they know uh-huh and i'm like i'm not gonna hurt you yeah i'm are gonna you, just take a picture whenever you uh end up getting your own place wherever it is are you gonna try and set up some like specialized feeders to attract certain birds you think i'm sure i'll get like a hummingbird it'll depend where i am but yeah. Like, obviously, my dream would be, like, 40 to 100 acres, just whatever, how much ever I want to spend, out in, like, Piedmont or, like, somewhere over there. Like, I just Uh love it over there. And I definitely have, you know, like, a corn feeder, like, even squirrels. Like, I I love taking pictures of squirrels, too. And they're so common, but it's... It's just you don't really see many pictures of squirrels, and they're so cute. Yeah. And like, especially when they jump in the trees. Uh huh. That is so cool. If yeah. you get like a mid shot of their jump. Uh huh. I don't know. I just feel like that'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, so I know you've got to get out of here before too long. Um, so I know you talked about your kind of favorite place was to. Uh, you know, take some pictures by Lake O, and you like to take them at Martin Nature Park. Um, where do you like to post your pictures and stuff? Do you have them just on your Instagram, or do you have one dedicated to it? Yeah, Shots by Daxton on Instagram. That's the the place to go. Sweet, and that's all one word. Yes, sir. All right, yes, sir. So if you want to see some of Daxton's, <laughs> they're pretty sweet. They actually I, are. They, I love them. I yeah, I love whatever you post on there. Well, thank you. I've got to get a better editing software. I've it like you so i'll take you know if if it's a good day i'll take 600 to 1000 pictures of like waterfowl so i'm you know out there 3 4 5 hours taking pictures and then i'm going through i download them all and then i go through and delete them that's another 2 hours and yeah. then 
like I start editing and edit editing them and that's another you know two three hours and then I look back through them and I'm like these suck <laughs> like these are awful <laughs> and then I'll go back maybe a week later when I'm like all right I need to post again and I'm like when did I take that like that's pretty good uh-huh. and then I don't know I just I go through phases of like I think I edit too much uh-huh. on a lot of my stuff but I go through phases of just like hating it and just hating every picture I take and then loving it. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I don't know, that's all part of the process, just finding your balance of all that and yeah. getting your process dialed in and stuff. So that's awesome. Well, uh, Hudson, you want to wrap it up here? Do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. Uh, wish Daxon luck on his test. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. This will be a celebratory thing after he passes his finals. Yes, sir. I hope so. So is this literally your last class? No. So it's it's a four-semester program, and we have a final. So obviously you have to pass the class to make it to the next semester. Uh But you also have to make a passing grade on the final to pass the class. So And you're here talking to us instead of studying. Priorities. I like it. What's more important? That's good. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. This is the more important decision. Yes, it is. So that's great. Well, uh, we really appreciate you coming on, spending some time talking photography with us. Thanks for having me. I'm going to have to remember that. Keep my shutter speed up if I'm taking pictures of uh, moving objects. Yes. Not, not too high, though. Okay. Because then it'll just be white. Well... I'll have to remember that. I was thinking of like trying to take a picture of Hudson zooming by. <laughs> remember when you had that little motor that went on? Still got it, baby. <laughs> that thing cooks down yeah, the street. So anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I already forgot. I think this is episode 34, but we really appreciate um, anyone that takes the time to listen to us and uh, tells people about us. It's been fun watching some numbers grow and uh people listening and always enjoy getting some good feedback so um we appreciate it and uh we'll catch you guys next time thanks